0: This Ziggler show is brought to you in part by Mile IQ. If you drive for work or get reimbursed for driving, Mile IQ is the number one mileage tracker app. More than a million Americans trust Mile IQ to automatically log their drives every day. I have it on my iPhone. I installed it once, forgot about it. It tracks my driving and reports to me at the end of the week. Totally brilliant. If you will, text Ziggler, Z I G L A R. To 31996. You can start your 40 drive free trial. Create an account this week. You'll get 20% off an annual plan.
1: Built around the concept that you can have everything in life you want, you'll just have enough other people get what they want. Well, remember, you were born to win. But in order to be the winner, you were born to be. You gotta plan to win, you gotta prepare to win, and then and only then can you legitimately expect to win. You see, with integrity, you do the right thing. When you do the right thing, there's no guilt. With integrity, you have nothing to fear because you have nothing to hide. See, folks, failure is an event. It's not a person. Yesterday really did end last night. Today's a brand new day, and it's
0: yours. Friends, welcome to The Ziggler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller, and it is my unique privilege to bring today's profound message to you. The Ziggler Show is founded on what Zig Ziggler, the world's most prolific motivator, devoted his life to, inspiring your true performance. You can have the best tools, resources, and even opportunity, but unless you are truly inspired, you'll be hopeful but remain where you are. What is the definition of inspired? Listen to this. To influence or animate with an idea or purpose. Did you hear that? Animate with a purpose. If you want to take action, you have to know and be motivated by true purpose. That's deep, folks, and it is why you are here. Let's dig in and change your world so you can change this world. We need all you've got to offer desperately. Today, my Ziggler friends, I bring you Zig, an extra long shot. It's classic Zig with classic stories that if you've never heard them, they'll rock your world. If you have heard them, it will again bring a smile to your face and a further conviction to your life. This presentation from Zig is straight from a series of CDs and DVDs that as of this recording are not currently available to purchase as they're being repackaged for sale. It's strategies for success, a blueprint for achievement. It's one of Ziggler's best-selling products Ever, When they are ready for purchase, I'll let you know it will be before I've let you listen to the series and we're going to do these over time bit by bit. So uh, you're going to get a lot out of these and then when they are available for purchase, you may do that if you desire, but I'm going to give you the majority of them here in the podcast as somewhat of a different segment. I mean, again, folks, these are many of the classic stories from Zig Ziglar that made him the icon he is today. These were delivered on stage to tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, It's back when some of these are back when people flocked to motivational and inspirational seminars. Back when people realized all the knowledge in the world was moot, is moot if the person isn't ready. A point Zig will nail home in this show in just a moment but it's a movement that's happening again as people are experiencing the void of personal development and they're turning back to that truth and that need and that necessity something you of course have already figured out that's why you are here and why you've made this show that i have the dramatic privilege to host one of the top podcasts in the world just this week we hit our highest overall ranking as the number 64th ranked podcast of all podcasts, literally in the world. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and recommending the show to others. Thanks for going into iTunes and giving us all the five-star rankings and, and rave reviews. I appreciate that. It's a great way to say thank you. I would ask you do that if you are at all willing, but thanks to so many of you that have done that. It helps other people find the show. Well, hey folks, today I have 21 minutes of Zig on stage for you. It's about double what we would normally do. Uh, so I'm gonna bring that to you right now. I'm gonna also recognize Pipe Drive as a proud supporter of the of the Ziggler show. Pipedrive, it's a CRM for small teams with big ambitions. I mean, sales don't have to be so tough, folks. With Pipedrive, the pain and frustration of tracking deals with email and spreadsheets are gone forever. Entrepreneurs like Pipedrive because it visualizes your sales pipeline, highlighting opportunities and potential problems. Ultimately, ensuring important activities and conversations don't get dropped. So head over to Pipedrive.com slash Ziegler to start your exclusive 60 day free trial only available to listeners of this show. All right, folks, let's now get into some classic foundational entertaining and convicting leadership guidance from Zig Ziegler. And he's talking here on self image. Again, this is about 20, I think 21 minutes straight of Zig. Here you go. Enjoy this.
1: Goodness. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. Around the turn of the century down in South Texas, just outside of Beaumont, there was a farmer selling much of his land. He was having to sell it simply because times were so tough. He couldn't feed his family. One day an oil company representative came along and said, sir, you know, we think there might be oil on your property. Let us drill for it, and if we discover any, we'll pay you It is on every barrel that we pump out. Well, he had nothing to lose, a great deal to gain, so he said, let's do it. Well, they drilled for the oil, and in those days, the derricks were made out of wood. And when they had a gusher, the gusher literally destroyed the derrick. And the greater the destruction, the greater the excitement, because that meant an abundance of oil underneath. When this oil well came in, it literally obliterated the derrick. And before they could cap it, over 100,000 barrels of oil had flowed out. It was the world's introduction to Spindletop, the most productive oil well in history. Three oil companies uh, came out of that field. The man became an instant millionaire. Or did he? The reality is he'd been a multi-millionaire ever since he had acquired the property. But until they drilled for the oil, discovered it, brought it to the surface, and took it to the marketplace, it really had no value. I found a lot of people pretty much that way. They've got an awful lot underneath the surface, but until they bring it out and take it to the marketplace, they will never realize even a minute fraction of the benefits that they could bring themselves, their families, their friends, their community, and everyone else. The purpose of Strategies for Success is to share with you, how do we discover the oil? How do we bring it to the surface? How do we take it to the marketplace? How can we learn to be so that we can do and do so that we can have? A few years ago, the redhead and I, now, some of you know that when I talk about my wife, I always call her the redhead. She's a decided redhead. I mean, one day she just decided that she is going to be a redhead. When I talk about her, I call her the redhead. When I'm talking to her, it's sugar baby. And her name is Jean. We went into one of the shopping centers to get a pair of glare proof glasses. Young man came up to us and a usual question, may I help you? And I said, Yes. I'm looking for a pair of those glare proof glasses. And he said, Well, are you a photographer? I said no. He said, Are you a producer? I said no. He said, Well what are you? I said, I'm a speaker. He said, well, what do you talk about? I said, well, goal setting, self-image, winning relationships, uh, leadership, uh, things of that nature. He, he said, oh, kind of like Zig Ziglar. <laughs> and uh, I said, well, sort of. <laughs> and the redhead pointed him me and she said, this is Zig Ziglar. Well, he's a very astute young man. He backed up just a minute or two and looked me over real good, and he said, oh, no. He said, this is not Zig Ziglar. I've seen him on videotapes, and he's always jumping up and down, you know. No, this is not Zig Ziglar. And so I said to her, I said, you see, sweetheart, I told you we couldn't fool this young man. He's probably looking for some 40- or 50-year-old codger, and he saw us youngsters walk in here, and, and he knew I could never be Zig Ziglar. And the young man said, that's right. Well, we went through the transaction, you know, and uh, got to the area where we had to sign your name and surrender some money. And uh, he said, now, what is your name? And I said, well, I spell it Z-I-G-L-A-R. And he backed up a step. He said, you are Zig Ziglar. I said, yeah, I have been for a long time. (laughs) Now, the point I want to make is a very important one. You see, the young man had a picture of me. And the picture, as far as it went, was accurate because on occasion I do jump up and down. The redhead said, I get excited reading a phone book. I mean, I, I, I really, that's my nature. But his picture was so narrow and so shallow, it didn't even begin to give a picture that was true or representative. I find that most people have pictures of themselves which are so narrow and so shallow that it really has nothing to do with who they are and what they're capable of being. You see, so many people have been told so many times for so long what they can't do. They have no idea what they can do. They don't have any earthly idea what they really want out of life because they don't know what's available to them. I could see where this gentleman could get it, and I could see where this lady could have it, and I could see where that lady and this guy could have it, but poor little old me, I could never have those things. What we got to work on is having the right picture of ourselves so that we can use the ability which we have. A number of years ago, a young depressed housewife was out in West Texas. It was one of those cold days. The wind was blowing. The dust was coming in all over the place. and, And she was feeling down and depressed and miserable so miserable at the fact that uh, she decided that she didn't like where she was and she was going to do something about it. Uh, So what she did, she made a very basic decision. Now, I call this misery motivation. (laughs) Uh, she was so unhappy, I'm going to do something about it. But one LT, the lady I'm talking about, determined she was going to do something. So she got busy. She went down to a bookstore and bought a whole bunch of books. I mean, she started reading and reading and reading. And she started getting enthused and motivated about what life really did have to offer. In other words, she had made the first step. She had taken the first one. Joe Sabba, who is a speaker friend of mine, says that you don't have to be great to start, but you got to start to be great. And she was reading those books for about six months. And one day uh, she went back down to the store and she picked up another book. As a matter of fact, it was on June 18, 1977. She picked up a book called See You at the Top. And she read something in there about some of the philosophers we'll be discussing throughout "Strategies for Success." She read something there that really grabbed her, and she what the statement really was was, "Well, now, you know, the person uh, who can't read really is just as well off as the person who does read, but then does nothing about it." She decided that she was going to get busy. She called the office. She talked with my executive assistant, Laura Majors, found out where I was going to be speaking, went to the session, and her fire was really lit. I mean, she was excited. She was motivated. She made a decision that day and she decided she was going to take some action. She decided that she wanted to become a sponsor, sponsoring seminars around this country. She had gone from a depressed housewife to a lady who was a determined individual who could do a lot of things. It's not that she was not happy being a housewife, but she was unhappy with herself and what she was using as far as her abilities were concerned. When she made that little change, it was really very significant. Jerry Lynch, Ph.D., wrote a book, and the title of the book was in Runner's World, actually. He said, when you believe and think, I can, you activate your motivation, your commitment, your confidence, your concentration, and excitement, all of which relate directly to achievement. Wonderful place to start. And so she got that start, and she ended up sponsoring over 200 seminars in 43 cities around this country. I was privileged to be a part of many of those seminars, most of them as a matter of fact. Hundreds of thousands of people attended them. She had a chance to study speakers, which ones reached the audience properly, which ones had a message, which one really did the job, and which ones were consistent in their lifestyles. And then she realized that a lot of them had a good message but didn't know how to deliver it. A lot of them had some good qualities, but didn't know how to market those qualities. And so she made a big decision. She decided, I'm going to become a coach. I'm going to open my own business this way. I'm going to become a coach and teach these teachers. The people who are teaching others, I want to teach them. The bottom line is today, this lady who was depressed a few years ago, is today one of the most motivated, excited, enthusiastic people you'll ever see. And she's teaching numbers of people how to share the concepts. See, she believes that you can have everything in life that you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And you're going to hear me say that a number of times. It works in your personal life, it works in your family life, and it also works in your business life. But it all starts with you. I'll say this a number of times. You've got to be before you can do. You've got to do before you can have. You've got to be the right kind of person. You've got to do the right things in order to have all that life has to offer. So how do you be more? Let's start with a little game. Let's say it's 6.30 in the morning. You are awakened by a telephone call. The voice at the other end is an old friend of yours, somebody you like and really trust and respect. And the voice at the other end says, hey, I'm just calling you to tell you something. I should have told you this long time ago. You know, I think you're one of the neatest people I've ever seen. You're an asset to the community. You're a credit to their profession. When I'm around you, I'm always excited. I'm always enthused. I'm always motivated. You know, if I could spend an hour a day with you, I could turn the world upside down. Now, understand this is an old friend. You know, he or she is not pulling your leg. They're serious about that. And the friend concludes by saying, I just wanted to tell you that. I look forward to the next time we get together and I will see you soon. And they hang up. Now let me ask you a question. If you were to ever get a phone call like that, how would you feel? Would you be excited? If you were a doctor, would you be a better doctor? If you were a mom or a dad, would you be a better mom or a dad? Would you be a better teacher? Would you be a better salesperson? Would you be a better coach? Would you be better at anything that your life presented for you to do? How many of you believe you'd be better? Can I see your hands, please? All right. Big question How much more would you know about being a better mom or a better dad or a better household executive or a better doctor or a better coach? Not a thing more. But all of a sudden, you feel better about yourself. You know, I'm an asset to the community. I'm a credit to my profession. That old boy said so, and he is one more smart cookie. I mean, you just wouldn't argue with that at all, would you? Your image, the way you see yourself, has a direct bearing on your performance, whatever that performance might be. Dr. Joyce Brothers put it this way. Your image, the way you see yourself, affects the way you dress, the occupation you choose, the individual you marry, your moral, ethical conduct is determined by the fact that you will see it yourself in a certain way. Because, as Dr. Brothers said, you cannot consistently perform in a manner which is inconsistent with the way you see yourself. Now, the way you see yourself are going to affect the way you treat other people. Your image can affect your team your company, your family, and your town. For example, I know a a young man who just happens to be a coach. His name is Dennis Parker. Now, in 1983, he was the offensive coordinator down in uh, South Texas. They won the state championship. That's 5A football down there. That's a big deal. And then uh, he was given the head coaching job over in Marshall, Texas. This is 1984 when he was given the head coaching job. Now, understand Marshall had not won a playoff game since 1949 when Y.A. Tittle was the quarterback. Now, that takes you back quite a few years. Well, let me tell you something. Instead of uh, languishing around there, in 1988, he had them in the semifinals of the state championship. In 1989, had them in the semifinals of the state championship. In 1990, they won the whole enchilada. State champions. Now, what had happened? He brought the idea of winning there, and he works with these concepts that you and I are learning right now. This works in athletics. It works anywhere you want to go. Today he's athletic director over the Keller School District, and he just got back from South Carolina, where he was instilling uh, his program, Coaching to Change Lives, at the uh, University of South Carolina with Lou Holtz. Now, Lou Holtz has been using these concepts since he was at Arkansas, and I don't need to tell you what his record has been. But he spoke to over 500 high school coaches teaching them that you got to treat people like people, whether they're athletes or whatever it is that they do. And you can have everything in life you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. But the picture says so much about you. Personally speaking, let me tell you something. First two and a half years, I was in sales, and that's where I got my professional start. I was not what you'd call an overwhelming success. As a matter of fact, I wasn't even a whelming success. (laughs) Now, that doesn't mean I didn't sell a lot, because I did. I sold my furniture, sold my car. (laughs) And that is reasonably close to the truth. We had a very difficult time, and as time goes on, I'll share a little more about that. But then one day, I went to a meeting. It was in Charlotte, North Carolina. It was a meeting I came within a nats eyelash of missing, because at 5.30 the next morning, when I supposed to go to that meeting, I'd been there the day before, spent the day, didn't learn a thing. Have you ever been to one of those all day, not learn a thing? I didn't. Next morning at 5.30, the alarm clock sounded off. Now, in those days, it was an alarm clock. Now, of course, I recognize it as an opportunity clock. Because if you hear it, you got an opportunity to get up and go. If you can't hear it, that might mean you done got up and gone. Well, anyhow, uh, (laughs) you know, every day is a good day. And if you don't believe it, you just try missing one of them, all right? So uh, opportunity clock got me out of bed, except that day it was the alarm clock. Force of habit got me up. I cracked the Venetian blinds. We were living in this luxury apartment, uh, three rooms above a grocery store, just to emphasize the luxury part of it. I looked outside, and the weather said, "Zugler, no sane human being would get up and go out there in that weather. I was driving a little Crosley automobile that didn't have a heater in it. So I did what any intelligent person would do. I lay down, and we get back in bed. But as I lay there... The words of my mother came back to me from my childhood. And words are so incredibly important. They change lives. As a child, she said, your word is your bond. And if your word is no good, eventually you're no good. When they had given me the job, which it took me over two months to get, they just didn't think I could sell. And the first two and a half years, all I did was prove they was about right. Uh, When they'd given me the job, they had made me promise that I would attend all sales meeting and all training sessions. And in two and a half years, not only had I never missed one, I had never even been late for one. I rolled out of bed. I went to the meeting. That day changed my sales career dramatically. My hero was conducting the meeting that day. His name was P.C. Merrill. Mr. Merrill had set all of the records. He had written the training program. Uh, He was a man of absolute integrity. Now, why he chose to do this, I will never know. But when the meeting was over, there were only 21 of us there that day. But he pulled me aside and said, I want to talk with you personally. I was truly flattered. Here was a man whom I loved and trusted and respected. And he chose me out of 21. Now, why did he? I don't know. The year before, I probably had not been in the top 4,000 out of all of the salespeople in that 7,000 salesperson company. He got me aside, and it was a very short meeting. He said, Zig, I've been watching you for two and a half years. I have never seen such a waste. And I said, well, Mr. Merrill, what do you mean? He said, I believe you could be a great one. I believe you could be a national champion. I believe you could go all the way to the top. I believe that someday if you just believed in yourself and went to work on a regular schedule that you could, number one, be the national champion. Number two, someday you could become an executive in this company. Now, folks, you've got to understand my background. I'm the 10th of 12 children. Uh, I asked my mom one time, I said, Mom, why so many? And she said, well, son, where do you think I should have stopped? Uh, well, <clears throat> I, uh, uh, I'm glad you all have got such a great sense of humor. I might, I, I might as well tell you, when having an inclination to laugh, you ought to do it, because if you don't, the laughter reverses itself, comes back inside, and spreads your hips. So uh, <laughs> uh, you ought to be sure and get with the program there. Well, anyhow... As a youngster, my dad had died when I was five years old. There were six of us too young to work. We survived because we had five milk cows and a large garden. I was very small as a child. I weighed less than 120 pounds fully dressed when I entered the 12th grade in high school. I used to fight everything that moved. My dream was that someday I was going to be able to retire there in Yazoo City, Mississippi. I was going to have my own butcher shop. An acre of ground on the outskirts of town so that I could have a big garden there because everybody retired at 65 and nobody had as much money then as they did before. That was my dream. The dream of a little guy from a little town. Mr. Merrill said you could be a great one. I respected him enormously. I believed him. When I left that meeting that day, an entirely different person was driving that little car back home. I finished the year the number two salesman in America out of over 7,000 salespeople. I had the best promotion the company had to offer. The next year, I had the best promotion that was available and was the highest paid field manager in the United States. What had happened? First of all, in two and a half years, I'd learned the sales skills. I knew how to get prospects, make appointments, handle objections, conduct demonstration, and close the sales. The salesperson was technically ready. But until the person got ready, nothing was happening. The picture you have of yourself is so important. The words my mother used on me as a child were enormously important. The words Mr. Merrill said to me were enormously important. What I want to say about words is very simple. Uh, Helen Keller, after the great Anne Sullivan had spent some time with her, her first real day of school, here's what Helen Keller wrote. I learned... A great many new words that day. I do not remember what they all were, but I do know that mother and father and sister and teacher were among them. Words that were to make the world blossom for me like Aaron's rod with flowers. It would have been difficult to find a happier child than I was as I lay in my bed at the close of that eventful day and lived over the joys that had brought me and for the first time longed for a new day to come Uh, folks words make such a dramatic difference when the picture changes then every facet of your life is also going to change
0: why does listening to zig just make you feel better Uh, you know folks he speaks truth and life Uh, i think you know it's because he believes more for all of us because he's lived it himself and with so many others it's it's not pie in the sky you know it's pie right there on the plate in front of you but of course, we don't get it for free. It takes work. It takes new habits. It takes care and conviction, all of which are just a decision away, a decision that you and I get to make now, today. We get to make A baby step if nothing else we get to make a big decision if we want to well folks I have a brief commentary and mainly it's to highlight some of the key points that Zig brought out in this talk so just a brief time to pull out some of the the big nuggets and and just briefly talk on those hey first in regards to decisions you can make today some of you are deciding upon schooling uh, for yourself maybe for a child you need to strongly consider concordia university of wisconsin they want to help striving people have a strategic vision for themselves and to help them function at their highest capacity concordia university of wisconsin wants to help you develop into a true leader with a new 100 percent free mini course titled how to function above entry level you can sharpen your self-leadership skills through a series of three lessons delivered straight to your inbox featuring videos, worksheets, essays, and interactive polls. So you can sign up for free at onlineinfo.cuw.edu forward slash ziggler dash course. If you like many courses, the uh, Concordia University of Wisconsin offers a master's degree in organizational leadership and administration. This degree is available 100% online and can be completed in as little as one year. Best of all, coursework at Concordia University, Wisconsin is anchored in biblical principles and centered in Christ. If you enjoy your free course, enter the code Ziggler on your application to the full degree program and Concordia will waive your application fee. So don't miss out on this free opportunity to gain valuable insights into your own leadership potential. You can take this free mini course today. Okay, folks, Zig in this talk, in this presentation is talking about self-image, all right? The key, the foundation for all of us and our ultimate success. So let's revisit some of the key points here, okay? I'm just going to pull them out. I'm not going to discuss them in super depth. I just want to pull them out so that we can take them captive, all right? He talks about the story of the oil well, the essence of that. We have so much potential That's under the surface. And we and others don't benefit from that potential unless we bring our value, our inherent God-given value to the surface. We must discover what that is, embrace it, and take action on our true potential. Otherwise, it is dormant. And even though, just like the guy in the story, we are wealth because we have it within us. We are not benefiting from that. That is tragic. That is the old adage of dying with our music in us, which most people do. We go about the day to day. We exist. We don't ever tap into our true potential because it takes the work. It just merely takes the work. And uh, again, that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. We are here to do the work. Within well, then gives the next story, which you've probably heard before, you've been been listening long, where he and his wife, the redhead, are in the store. The guy did not believe uh, Zig was Zig, you know, and his his point there, our pictures of ourselves are so narrow, so shallow, and they have no relation again to what we are capable of, what our true potential is. So we've gotta have a correct and full image of of ourselves. This is why Zig time and time and time and time again comes back to how we view ourselves because it's the essence of what propels us, but so often what holds us back, what handicaps us. All right. The next story, the lady who wanted to change, she started reading positive books and then he just rattles off some of his key foundational quotes. You know, you don't have to be great. To start, but you have to start to be great. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that we put on quote posters on Facebook, and and a million people, two million people literally, will like it and will forward it on, nod their heads to it. But it's one of those that, my gosh, if we would take it captive, if we would write it on our bathroom wall, Uh, on the, on the, the, in our car window, if we would write it on our head, we get a tattoo, get that as a tattoo. Okay. Instead of a skull, how about a statement that inspires us? You don't have to be great to start. Okay. Any of us can start. Any of us have to start. We have to start. We have to start before we can even be great, right? That's it. You have to start to be great. Such a pithy statement and dramatically powerful. And then his statement, you know, the person who can't read isn't any worse off than the person who can read, but does nothing about it. And we've talked about that on a lot of shows that we can so get into the habit of reading and consuming great information. And yet it doesn't change us. And that man, don't feel bad about that. That is not a condemning statement because I am in that boat with you. Everybody's in that boat with you. Zig Ziglar read things for years that he did not utilize to change himself for the better. It was after he got a change to his self image that he did. So it's not to feel bad about, but just to get it out on the table and know that it is there. The person who can't read isn't any worse off than the person, than us who do read, but so often do nothing about it. And that spark, he says the spark for success is when you finally believe you can. And I think that folks is powerful. And part of that too, is just to be honest and to realize in regards to some things that you're looking and striving toward and desiring or, you know, issues you have about yourself to realize that maybe even admit, you know what? I don't believe right now. I don't believe that's okay. That is okay to understand, to know, to admit, to speak out, to say, you know what? I don't boom there. You know, at least take away some of the frustration, take a deep breath, realize you're human. All right. Just like Zig was and say, you know what, right now I don't, that's where I've got to work towards it. And then what can I do? What are some things that I can do to help me believe that would be a great show for us to do for me to bring to you is how to, how to believe, how to do a better job, how to, how to address that aspect of, I don't believe what are some steps I can take to just give myself a better opportunity to have some belief that I can then take more action on. Next, we have, of course, Zig's literally foundational. I know I use that word so much of this. I mean, that was Zig Ziglar. That's the message. It's, it's foundational aspects of success for your life. Uh, but his foundational admitted quote is you can have everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want. That. That inspires us and it excites us because when it comes down to it, generally the desire just for our own benefit in life is not enough to continue to, to have us continue to progress. We want to help others. We don't want it to, to be about us, but it's also a brilliant quote because we do have self-interest. Nobody doesn't. Nobody doesn't. And we've found over time that, that, that just self-interest alone is not enough to motivate us. Uh, And I had somebody once say from the pulpit that, you know, we serve a self-interested God. We're made in his image. He uses our self-interest. We have to be a good steward of it, but he uses our self-interest. And so again, Zig's quote, you can have everything in life you want, and we all want things. You know what? And that's okay, because the better off we are, the more we are free and able and willing to give. So you can have everything in life you want, and it's okay to want, if you will just help enough other people get what they want. That's a breath of fresh air to take that in, but it also gives us our direction and our steps and our, should give us a increase our grace and our mercy to give to other people to serve them, knowing that those seeds will come back to benefit us as we are benefiting them first. You know, I mean, Zig doesn't compartmentalize success. He he cites the three areas of your life that will benefit, you know, that will benefit you By pursuing these principles. And that's what I want to talk to you. That's what's next. But friends, after this, we've just passed the new year. We all have taxes looming with taxact.com. However, you don't need to have that anxiety. Check this out with tax act. You can file simple federal and state returns free. Tax act is the best deal in tax with easy, fast, and affordable tax filing. You can get everything you need to file your taxes for less Tax Act, it's really easy. They guide you every step of the way. You can start anywhere, finish anytime on your computer, tablet, or phone. You'll save money and get your maximum refund guaranteed. Don't pay more for the same forms and features and functionality. If your goal is getting the best deal, go to taxact.com forward slash Ziggler and get simple federal and state returns free. Tax Act has a maximum refund pledge. When you e-file with Tax Act, you'll get your maximum federal refund guaranteed. They also have a price lock guarantee. You'll pay the price listed at the time you create your return, no matter when you file. Tax Act also guarantees the calculations on your return are 100% correct. The first to pioneer free online prep, the first and totally free online prep, taxact.com has been helping people file taxes for over 10 years. They have free email support. There are no hidden fees. Again, folks, go to taxact.com forward slash Ziggler now and get this goal nailed. Well, Zig cites a big key uh, that all these tried and true success principles work not just in one place, but in your personal life, family life. And business life. I mean, that's huge. That even that statement, that's, that's a huge statement that you, we all want success in those areas. And, and then the part of that too, if you look at those as spokes, if one of those is off, you are sabotaging your joy, your happiness, your ultimate success, your service to others. You need, if there's any place to, have balance. We all talk about balance in life, balance in life, which sometimes I think can be a handicap or or, or a misnomer or even a myth. You know, we go through cycles. I, I was reading today In a group with some core guys in my life, Ecclesiastes, there's a time and a season for this and a time and a season for that. And during those times and seasons, we're often really invested in one area of our life and maybe out of balance in another. And then that season passes and we go to a new one. And overall, of course, we want balance day to day. It is hard, but right now we're talking about success principles so that daily there are deposits and progress in our personal life. Individually. Me and me alone. There's progress in my life, progress in my family's life. And if you don't have a a family in that essence, let's say your relational life, your relationships, there's benefits and positive progress there. And then in your business life, your work, your career, your schooling, if that's where you're at. Right. I mean, we want to go after the key principles of success in life that help us in all aspects, not just one Uh, Not just one. We want it all. So Zig says, of course, you've got to be before you can do. You've got to do before you can have. You've got to be the right person. You've got to do the right things. There are folks, one of the reasons that I am sitting here, that I bring this show to you, that I devote my time to it, is that there are not many people these days, that have a platform that are focused on being the right person, doing the right things that also are speaking again, back to personal life, family life, business life. And you could also amongst that, you know, put your spiritual life. We have people from pulpits talking about spiritual things. We have people in business talking about business things. We have people in health and wellness talking about those, those individual physical aspects, but Zig was unprecedented And saying, being the right person, doing the right things all across the board in your life. And he was an example of what that leads to. And he led so many people. It's why he touched 250 million people during his lifetime. And, of course, continues to touch a growing, increasingly growing number even today through the legacy that he left that we get to be a part of right here in this show. But how do you be more, right? How do you be more I mean, the way you see yourself? That's where we're going to go back to. This is about self-image again, has a direct bearing on your performance. You want to be more. You've got to see more in yourself. This isn't about narcissism or arrogance. It's about just looking at yourself as as a child of God, as a worthy individual and seeing more in yourself. For those of you who are parents, I mean, how often do we look at our kids and we, we love them. We see their faults and we know that there's so much more that they could bring to the table. There's so much more within them. We are no different because we haven't arrived. We haven't gotten older and we're done, right? There's so much more in us. You can't Zig said this. You can't perform in a manner that's inconsistent with how you see yourself. Again, this is bringing us to the roots. When we want to progress, we want to do better in this area. I wish I was better at this area. I wish I had more of that skill. I wish I was a better person. I wish I had more grace for people. I wish I cared more about what others are saying. We can't perform in a manner that's inconsistent with how we see ourselves. And I'll take this on with a personal admission, folks. I didn't inherently grow up with a dramatic amount of compassion. That's probably saying it lightly if you asked my wife and kids. Uh, And and all grace and, and mercy, they would probably pull out that I am compassionate. I'm better than I used to be, but that is not my nature. And you know what I figured out as I strove, as a like, God, I prayed for, would you give me more compassion for other people? I don't like the fact that I am not the, as caring as I would like to be. And what I got back from uh, my father in heaven, what I got back from my wife, what I got back from counseling that I pursued was, you know what? Probably not a lot is going to happen. And in you're increasing in compassion for others, Kevin, until you have more compassion for yourself. You are your worst critic. You are the hardest on yourself. You have no grace, no compassion for you, and allowing yourself to be uh, human, to be weak at times, to have faults. You don't have compassion for. Until you can do that, you're going to be pretty bereft of giving that to other people. It's not the answer I wanted. I would rather have a book that just said, do these things. You will be more compassionate to other people. And it's a much harder road to go. You know what? You've got to change your personal self image and how you view yourself. Because as Zig said, here it is again, you can't perform in a manner that's inconsistent with how you see yourself. So when you look at the things you want to be better at, look at how you are in regards to yourself. A couple more stories here. I want to pull out the sales meeting that Zig did not almost didn't go to. And yet then it changed his life because he, he was with his, his boss. But he, he, first thing he said, your word is your bond. And why did he go to it? Your word is your bond. If your word is no good, then eventually you are no good. I think we've gotten again into it. We and it, folks, we, have you ever seen that in a movie, you know, a character who's so resolute word is his bond. We love that. We love the character of that. And yet few of us have had, the, uh, the leadership, the mentorship, the example of living that out of really living that out of really being up for your word folks. I have again, testimony of myself, good intent, but I've had it said by those who were closest to me in certain areas of my life. You know, we, we know your heart, Kevin, we know your intent. But we've also learned that when you say this it's probably not going to happen, you know, you're, you're really you shoot for the stars And, uh, you know, that often doesn't happen and that's difficult. Or when you say you're going to be there at this time, we know it's probably going to be later, you know, or you're going to change plans at the last minute because of your spontaneity, which spontaneity, which is so fun. But over here, ah, you know, it erodes the trust we have in you is your word, your bond. mm, That is convicting. It's incredibly convicting. Your word is your bond. If your word is no good, then eventually you are no good. Or let's say this, I'll tell you this. That's my experience. It will erode people's trust in you, which hampers relationships, joy, and a ripple effect from there. Well, this story then, in that sales meeting, he did go because his word was good. He realized that he got back up out of bed and he had the boss who said, what a waste that he saw in Zig because he could be great. He could be great. He already knew sales. This this was powerful, folks. Zig said, I already knew sales. The salesperson had long been ready, but the person, he himself was not ready. And when the person was ready, when he got his paradigm changed on his personal self-image, he succeeded wildly. Isn't that amazing? Zig Ziglar. That's why this guy impacted so many people because he was a real guy. He didn't come out of the womb Superman. Okay. And, and even his kids will testify. You know, it wasn't really until he was about 45 years old. Of course, that's when he came to know the Lord and live as a child of God and was broken, as Tom Ziglar would say. But uh, it, it, it was then that he became the man that we know. But he was a regular guy. So here he is doing sales. It's what he was known best for. He's doing sales. He said, I learned sales. I knew sales, but why was he number whatever hundredth? I think he said he probably ranked 400 among 700. Why did he go from that to second in the, in the nation? And then first among those 700. And he says, it wasn't sales skills. I didn't go learn better sales skills. I knew that I just all of a sudden believed in who I was. And of course that had a ripple effect. And I'm sure he did a lot of things differently. He spoke with more conviction. He cared more, he devoted more, but it started with one simple thing. He just changed the paradigm he had for himself. How many of us are there? We don't need, I mean, that, that picture we have of ourselves is of ultimate performance. It's more important than skills we have or knowledge we have or experience we have or competence we competency we have If you're looking at more training more certifications more degrees nothing against those they won't hurt i'm sure they might hurt your debt but uh i just questioning do you need more there are so many competencies knowledge skills that i have within me that are just waiting to be unleashed again back to our initial story of the oil derrick uh the oil drilling and the values there We just need to unleash it. And generally what's in between us and it is, is something in our noggin, something in our heart, something in our soul. When the picture changes, then every single facet of our life will also. So again, let's question that. Do we need more knowledge to progress? Do we need more teaching, more degrees, more certifications, more experience? Will those things really do it for us? Or as Zig says, are they all moot or secondary To us simply getting a new vision, a better vision and belief for ourselves, though, you know, it sounds simple, but it's not. I mean, it is it's simple just as jumping from an airplane is simple, but it's overwhelmingly hard. So again, this is not to diminish or minimize the need and the value of knowledge and teaching degrees, certifications, experience. I would tell you to come to a Ziggler event, go to Zigglercertified.com. come to an event. It will change your life. It has incredible teaching. You will gain incredible knowledge. It will give you a certification. You will be licensed by Ziegler. You will get the Ziggler brand behind you, but you know what the biggest value you will get there. Is a change, an alteration, an increase in your personal self-image and belief. That's what makes the Ziglar event stand out above any and other other, any other bottom line. And that's why Zig, as much as he, I mean, he loved teaching. He loved teaching sales. Again, that's like our our recent show. Sales is influence. We all need that. He loved teaching the step by step strategies for that. He loved that, but he always came back as he always did because he's always known that, or or, or he has since he began, since he learned that always knew that at the bottom, at the core for all of us, the ultimate fuel that ignites and makes any of that relevant is our personal image, our inspiration, what we believe, what we, what we hope for and what we ultimately believe. Well, folks, I hope you appreciated that. I will be bringing you more from Zig's success strategies. There's a lot there. I'll be bringing more to you on these shows as we go between these type of shows with Zig, but between interviewing other Zigler evangelists, we're going to be starting some Q and a shows here soon. I'll let you know about that, but I'll also let you know when the success Uh, product is ready for purchase again a lot of you I know are going to want to get this you're going to to want to re-listen to it you're going to share it with others but I'm going to bring it to you here you get it absolutely free and I am honored to bring you the inspiration of Ziggler thanks for tuning in today I'll be with you in the next Ziggler show stay inspired